Greetings, podquesters. I am Colt Hawkins, famous bard of the podcast Intelligence Check. Intelligence Check is set in a Tolkien-esque world where our party members are forced by fate down the road of adventure. Literally, fate is physically forcing us. We keep trying to walk away, but the damn thing never lets up. Now I know what you're saying. Another D&D podcast? But trust me, I'm worth listening to. I mean, we're worth listening to. And doesn't this accent make you just want to trust me? Intelligence Check celebrates the camaraderie of lifelong friends, joking around a table while remaining true to their characters and story. We bring you short, bi-weekly adventures full of action, banter, too many tentacles, and a naked dwarf. Oh, dear God, someone please put some clothes on that dwarf. So roll an intelligence check. Because the show you're listening to now is awesome, but you'll need something to hold you over while you wait for new episodes. Oh, come on, is that really the tagline we're using? You're listening to The Ironbound Chest. Our topic for discussion this month is doubt. And today, I'm sitting down with Ben, Lauren, Kyle, and Mike of Intelligence Chest. Let's add some wealth to the chest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for opening the Ironbound Chest. My name is Austin Moraga, and today I'm joined by the cast of Intelligence Check. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Thanks. Yeah. Ooh, Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who owes who a soda? Uh, I always Kyle. owe her. Yep. Yeah. There you go. I don't drink soda. Give <laughs> okay. me a tea. <laughs> you Ooh, know it. <laughs> yeah. What what what's the best kind of soda and or tea? The correct tea is always chamomile. The best soda Ooh. would be root beer. Oh, at least correct on both. Oh, <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. You can't oh, just I buy like chamomile tea. tea in the store, though. Uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah that's right. You kind of can't. Just go yeah. in the hippie aisle. It's always in the hippie aisle. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm thirsty right now and I need a tea. I'm not going to find chamomile. Um, I'm going to find I gotta, like, sweet I gotta, tea. That's true. That's true. I got a tall glass of water right in front of me. Ooh. Mm. Hey, me too. High five, Austin. Mine's High five the over the Ethernet. <laughs> nice. But yeah, everyone, listeners, I have with me Ben, Kyle, Mike, and Lauren from Intelligence Check. Thank you all just right off the bat so much for taking the time out of your days and nights to come do this with me. I really do appreciate it. Oh my gosh, absolutely. This is super fun. Yeah, our absolute <laughs> pleasure. Yeah. Well, to get things started, I will tell you guys about the topic of the month and kind of how that will lead into our discussion for tonight. So this month's topic is all about doubt and apprehension, Mm -hmm. which uh, basically a discussion of how the feeling of doubt can affect gameplay and one owns enjoyment and how things like fun and friends can help battle those feelings. Mm -hmm. So, but before we really get into the, the really heavier questions, I just want to ask everyone, how are you been doing this week? What's, what's been going on? Oh, who wants to start? Oh, I mean, let's from a... roll initiative. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I All got right, a here brand we go. new set of dice here. I've been looking for a reason to try out. Let's Perfect. do it. Let's see. Okay. Oh, okay. gosh. That's a, yep. Yeah. All right. What'd you get, Ben? All right. Well, I don't know how he does it. I mean, I know Kyle doesn't yeah. like us to just yell I'm just going to go down. <laughs> I'm just going to go down the list here. So, uh, Ben. I got a big old three. Oh. Three. Oof. Mm. That's that's bad. That's bad. Okay. Kyle? <laughs> uh, I'm going to one-up Ben there with a natural one. 
Oh, nice. oh God. You're actually no. not allowed to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm out. I'll see you yeah. guys uh, next uh, week. I actually will <laughs> kick you now. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I earned it. Yeah, you deserve yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Mike. I rolled a solid five, which I oh thought was God. bad. God, but given the good group. lord! I, I, <laughs> this I is all won. <laughs> Nothing yeah. above a ten yet. Good Lauren, lord, what'd you get? I barely broke ten. I got an eleven. All right, so anybody oh who hasn't listened to our podcast, this is exactly on par. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh my god, and depressing. Beautiful. All right, so first up, we have Lauren. How have you been doing this week? I've been doing pretty darn good, actually. I got uh, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of art stuff, doing nice. some gardening. Yeah, nothing too, nothing too exciting. It's been a uh, yeah. Un- I saw those, I saw those arts, artsy fartsy stuff you've been doing on Twitter, and they're freaking fantastic. Oh, those are thanks, awesome, man. Yeah, it's fun. I'm, yeah. I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning and. I'm getting there. I'm not, as you can see, I'm not technologically uh, skilled usually. <laughs> so learning digital stuff is definitely a learning experience, but it's fun. I like it a lot. So Good. yeah, that's pretty Good. much been uh, my, my weekend. Awesome. Well, that's great. Mike, what about you? Unfortunately, boring to a degree, I suppose. <laughs> Yard work, family time, which is always awesome. I got a two-year-old and she Good. is a blast. Ooh, oh. nice. Yeah. And I just That's cracked awesome. open my first bottle of Blanton's whiskey, so I've been enjoying that while <laughs> playing oh, Dragon boy. Age. I have nice. dusted off Hell the very yeah. first Dragon Age too. So those have been my, Ooh, been my classic. <laughs> I haven't played that one in forever, man. Those those were those are such good games. I never played it, so I'm super excited. Oh yeah, you're going to love it. If you ever get to Inquisition, if you're going through the entire game series and you get to Inquisition, it's a different, almost a different game altogether. Like it's just a different feel than the original ones though, but it's good. It's, I like it a lot. So I I hope you enjoy it. I played that one first because I could play that when my daughter was born because I could play that with like one hand while I'm holding her and now (laughs) the series over. Dude, hell yeah. (laughs) I, whenever my son was like, he's only three, but whenever he was about like one or so or or maybe newborn i had first gotten into it as well and it's like it is weirdly enough you could play it with about one hand it'd be okay it's, yeah, I it's pretty cool just casted fireballs in the background that there yeah. weren't anything hell yeah that's awesome <laughs> i'm glad to hear that and let's see ben what about you sir also doing the family thing i've got a three-year-old and a four-month-old so uh we're we're in the phase nice. right now where the three-year-old has uh hit the hey dad watch me and then Break oh, dances God, yeah. a lot or whatever. <laughs> uh, he's in the mood to do at the moment. So a lot of that this weekend. Yeah. Beautiful. And, yeah. And then just, I mean, the past week was a was a big week for the podcast itself. So I was working a lot on getting our season two launch up and running. So yeah, kept, yeah, definitely. kept me very busy this week. So it was good. It was <laughs> good fun. Yeah. Well, wonderful. I'm really glad to hear that, though. And lastly, we have you, Kyle, the one who I almost kicked about three times, I think. So. <laughs> oh, you'll kick How me you before doing? the end. <laughs> I, I'm doing great. Busy. Super, super busy. My uh, What I do yeah. for a living is had like a giant up ki- uh, uptick in work due to COVID. So I've been uh, going a little crazy there. But as far as home stuff goes, you know, I got two little ones at home. So they're... Uh, running me a little crazy but absolutely adore understood them. yeah and i uh just accidentally got myself into a whole new series of rpgs so i'm trying to <laughs> learn a lot of new rule Ooh. books yeah nice which <laughs> so, which ones you getting into uh vampire the masquerade and werewolf the apocalypse uh, Yay. 
Gotcha. Awesome. <laughs> so I've been uh, cool. reading up. I'm, I'm like a complete lore nerd, so I can't just be like, oh, these are wolves. <laughs> I have to be like, oh, well, when was the first werewolf born? You know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's, um, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's like that's that. my thing. So <laughs> I've me been... and Kyle have been feverishly texting about vampire and werewolf for like two weeks. It's been great. It's been crazy. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Awesome. Their Those are FBI agents very confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what Sorry. the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Take that, NSA. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, fuck you guys. It's definitely Mulder and Scully, and they're just like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, Mulder and Scully in like a Vampire the Masquerade set universe would be kind of cool. I think <laughs> that's my entire storyline I was making. Now I gotta redo <laughs> oh, it. Shit. Sorry. Damn, damn it, Austin. <laughs> fuck. Sorry, guys. We still love you. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you all had, you know, all of your different good weekends and weeks and stuff like that. Even if you think they're boring or whatnot, you know, it's it's great that you guys are here with me right now. And I'm really just glad to talk to you guys. So awesome. Absolutely, Hopefully you're yeah. having a good week, too. Man. I know. Yeah, I am. I what did I do this week? Well, so so recording this on August 30th, and this will come out. I can actually tell you guys when this episode Ooh. will air real Ooh. quick here. It's like seeing into uh, the future. It is. Yeah, and and it might be farther than you think. Oh. Um, <laughs> We're used to that. Don't yeah. worry. Don't yeah. worry. Our backlog this is, is immense, so we got you. Yeah, I hear it. Well, this is going to be coming out near the holidays of December 10th. Oh, wow. cool. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Is that St. Nicholas Day? I'm bad at holidays, but it. I have no idea. I feel like it's something I am bad. Special. I have no idea. I barely know my mother's birthday, sadly. <laughs> yeah, and she's asking you about holidays that she just made up on the spot. There's no. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, yeah. I swear to God, December 10th is something. We'll have a celebration. It'll be big. <laughs> okay. Right. Sure, sure. Podcast day. Uh, yeah. Well, just to mention what you guys were talking about earlier with wrapping up the season one, going into season two, you guys had a few milestones, obviously, just with the finalization of that first season going into the second season mm-hmm. and you guys added your cast member lauren yeah. uh, and and i just want to ask like how was how was that for all of you it was the biggest oh. mistake they ever made <laughs> <laughs> truly truly terrible now i would like to say this falls under your your doubt category because the way <laughs> the story works is that when we were originally doing season one we were figuring out who to have and our dm mm. kyle sent Lauren a message over Facebook inviting her, saying like, hey, I know you like D&D. You should come. God Ghost damn it. Ghost ah. No reply, no answer, no nothing. <laughs> so for the next Cold. two years, he lamented about how, oh, she hates me. She thinks it's the dumbest thing in the world. Oh my God. Just oh my God. can't get over We had to hear about it every mm-hmm. day, every recording session. Shut up. Yeah. I cried myself to, to sleep. He doubted himself. He's like, maybe I'm just a bad person. I mean, I know I am. No. I mean, that's okay, obviously... Yeah, this specific thing, though. <laughs> so. yeah. oh, and then as you all... experienced... Oh, we're almost done. You can talk. Sorry. And then... <laughs> wow. And then... Oh. <laughs> She'll get me back. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will. She will. <laughs> then we find out, as you I experienced five minutes ago, she's technology inept. And yep. that wasn't her fault. She just never saw the message. I did not. In my defense, <laughs> Facebook is the worst, and I don't mm-hmm. understand Messenger or anything 
relating to technology, but it wasn't. <laughs> you were so, ahead of the time. You just, I know. You just shouldn't but, have been using it. Yeah. But here's the thing: in the meantime, in the two years that I didn't acknowledge Kyle's existence uh, about Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> I did le- play, start playing Dungeons and Dragons with other people. So, as bad as a player as I am now, I would have been a lot worse if I just started playing with you guys. And didn't have any experience, so it all worked out in the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd say there it worked out great. I mean, it yeah. got us. Uh, you know, the first season we worked out a lot of our growing pain stuff in the beginning, and just mm-hmm. paved the way for when Lauren came in to to really change things up. And she really pushes us uh, to be better our peers. And good. obviously, having a female voice helps a lot. Uh, or do you know? Otherwise, yeah. it's a bunch of dudes sitting around playing D anD. d um, yeah, Kyle's bunch of hot, sweaty voices. dudes. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle's female voices about the sweating. are pretty beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> We're all sweating here, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, yeah. It's it's been an exciting addition, and obviously, oh, like Mike just said, good. though we have a we have a huge backlog, so it's not like we just started playing with Lauren a couple weeks ago. Like we've been playing with her now right. for what, like a year, year and, and, and a half. half. Yeah, I think yeah, about so, a year and a half. Yeah. It's yeah, it's funny because we awesome. we have all this experience playing with her, and everybody else is just now getting to meet her. So we're like, just wait, all the great <laughs> things are coming. You're gonna love it. Lots of that's what that's she awesome, said though. jokes, balls, and other assorted <laughs> curse words are coming yeah, and your way. From you're the one who makes yeah. those jokes. You say those jokes. I do. <laughs> which they're, is the best they're, part. They're terrible. I have to finish my own jokes because it's just bad. But anyway, <laughs> but great. I love you all. I'm glad to have joined up with you all. Oh, we think that you guys she's are part so Canadian. Sweet. I love it. Um, we think she's part Canadian. No. She apologizes for everything. I do. It's I true. Do. Oh, I see. I yes. see. Well, that's all right, though. That's okay to be apologetic, though. It could be um, worse. <laughs> it could be worse. Things could be a lot worse. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm, I'm really glad that things are going pretty well for you guys with that. That's always awesome just to, you know, have that milestone no matter what it is. Uh, but the season two is just freaking awesome though that's great for you guys so i want to ask you all now getting into some real questions here i want to ask you all my golden question that i ask all of my guests and we're going to keep the same initiative order oh the golden question is what is it that you treasure most about D &D? oh go with lauren oh man okay that is a that is a golden question Mm. indeed i would say my my favorite part about playing is just interacting with other characters, just doing the RP stuff. I love just pretending to be, you know, this other person that I created and learning about other people that they've created and just kind of seeing where it takes you. It, that yeah. The RP is, is my favorite part of the game. I mean, a good battle is great, but mm-hmm. when you have a really good back and forth dialogue and everybody's really just gelling, I, I, I mean, that's, that's why I love to play. That's why I love to play. Good. Yeah. I think those are really important moments to have that kind of bring others. If you're at the table or if you're over internet, something like that, it, those kind of things like more so than combat, like you said, really does bring, it brings people closer together. I think that's really good. It's really important though. Yeah. Mike, what about you? It's definitely the failures and the funnies. Like, that's the two things. <laughs> I don't think any of us metagame. We're not trying to kill the biggest monster or slay the best thing. It's just, the funny story and i i i love it when someone rolls a one more than when they roll a 20 because just the <laughs> Ooh, funny things yeah. that happen the way you have to navigate your that's where you grow your character 
it's not from yeah. chopping off the goblin head. It's from, oh, you just, you know, shat your pants in front of the king. How are you going to handle that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That ones, if more than anything, I think, make the most conflict in a game like D&D and with a story, too. If you're like, what Lauren says, if you're in an RP session and you have to do some rolls, maybe, and you're rolling at one, it's like, shit, you just really, you know, screwed the pooch there and uh, something's going to happen. <laughs> so, And it makes the most conflict that you kind of have to deal with, which is fun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And we go out of our way to not min-max characters too, just for those reasons also, which I think is a lot of That's fun. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's always important. Yeah. But what about you, Ben? I would have to say the collaborative creativity is what I like, just kind of all aspects of it. Like I'm, I'm really into character creation for myself and yeah. seeing what other people come up with, uh, just the interesting ideas that come out of that, then bringing them all together. One of the fun things about playing with Kyle is he really kind of gives us free reign with our, our backstories and that encourages us to create settings that are important mm -hmm. to the story. And then he'll take all of that and tie in what he can into the campaign. So seeing how everybody brings their, the world together in that way is really interesting to me. And then just having the camaraderie of this shared story that we're all excited about. We want to see where it's going to go and, mm -hmm. you know, seeing everybody have a lot of fun, but also say, you know, I, I want to take this part seriously because I want to see what comes from it and just that yeah. that process is a blast oh that's yeah. awesome i think it's exponentially better too when you have people like your awesome cast to you know i'm sure you guys are really close friends as well that you know you can just vibe off each other so well and really kind of get into the your your friend's mindset of like all right this is what they need right now or this is how i can best help them and you know that they will help you in turn too. And I think that's awesome. You know, very collaborative, I think. That's cool. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. And lastly, Kyle, what about you, sir? Uh, my answer is kind of twofold. The first is just being able to, uh, we do bulk recordings. So we record for like eight hours once every other month or something like that. And mm -hmm. being able to sit down with, you know, everybody on the cast are literally my closest friends. So when we all mm -hmm. sit down around the table and we're just hanging out for eight hours, even though we're playing the game, you know, it's just like a day I super look forward to, even though as the DM, I'm kind of busting my butt up to the last minute to get everything <laughs> ready. Um, yeah. You know, that's like my favorite time of the other every other month <laughs> and yeah. uh you know it's just a table full of really close friends hanging out and having fun and yeah. that's just something i super look forward to and to lauren's super credit we were doing this for years before she showed up and she wow. sat down and it was like she, i everybody would agree with me I, I don't even have to ask it was like she was there the entire time like uh oh, she fit awesome. in exactly oh. perfectly <laughs> that that's my only goal is to try to make her cry whenever oh, i talk so <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> but the great, the other though. side of that is the other thing that i really really love is making the missions the levels the quests wherever you want to call them and then, you know, I always try to have one, like, here's how you guys can fight your way out of it. I always try to have one, mm -hmm. here's the way you can think your way out of it. Mm -hmm. And then I throw it out there, and I will never admit this in recording again, but my favorite part is watching them destroy what I thought they were going to do <laughs> and come up with their <laughs> no. own, 
unique way of solving whatever issue I put in front of them. And <laughs> I almost never have guessed correctly how that mission is going to end. And, oh, my uh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly from my guess. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's true. But I no, love watching it good. unfold. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's crazy because you say you you guys sit down for like what like eight hours. You said mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like a full day. Not oh my God. We have we have breaks. Oh well, yeah. Okay, good, good. Well, I like, tie everyone to the chair. Mind, <laughs> you must sit down. <laughs> it's that's like a full day's a full day of work mm-hmm. for most it people. Is. Yeah. That's yeah, it is. awesome. Yep. But yeah, it's, and I that's mean, we just so have cool. To. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. three of us have kids. That's true. Uh, yeah. It's hard to get everybody together. Mm-hmm. You know, one day so lives. So yeah, we got we take advantage of it for sure. I don't even That's know if good, everybody yeah. here remembers, but our first day we did twelve hours, and then we said never again. Ooh. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> oh man. My God. Yeah. yeah. Like so I'm like, you know, always the one who DMs, but like my sessions rarely go over four hours you know and like i for one i i want to have those like eight hour sessions or like a whole like we're gonna have a weekend retreat and we're gonna play D all day every day baby <laughs> and like just have a whole fucking awesome time with it but like man i for for what you guys do i give you such credit and just it's it's amazing especially you know for a dm who has to plan all this stuff out like i know how hard that is like it's <laughs> oh, it's man. a chore man but mm-hmm. like i love the fact that you're like you like to watch that distraction of all of your <laughs> plans everything that you've set up like a kid who set up this huge castle of blocks and like all these other bullies namely <laughs> lauren and mike and ben all come in it's like what up, punk? Knock yep. your whole castle over. <laughs> Interestingly, he's he's never admitted that to us before. So that's, no, uh, we're learning. He so always much. acts like we've pained him. Oh we're learning gosh. so much. I want you to feel there. guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a real. This is a real moment for everyone to just let out what they what they don't like about each other. You know, Mike, you're a dick. But I love you. This is a mix of like this is a mix of like Dr. Phil and and Mari and and just you know like Jerry Springer letting everything out, you know. (laughs) Someone's gonna have to roll an attack roll to throw a chair. Who's taking the paternity test? Yeah. Yes. are not the father. <laughs> there it is. Love it. Love the it. entire oh, Brazilian oh. soccer team is not the father. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, great. All right. So, wonderful questions or, or not wonderful questions. Wonderful answers. It was a great question. <laughs> great question, everyone. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. I'll see you later. <laughs> Wait, do we have to push you on our site now? Is that how this works? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll Switched do it. I love it you, you. <laughs> yeah yeah beautiful um all right so the main question now about doubt oh. is what gives you the most doubt during <laughs> your games or or just in gaming in general what gives you the most sense of doubt or apprehension and we'll go again lauren what's yours oh man um i mean it's funny because I would say that that answer would change slightly depending on what character I was playing. Mm-hmm. When I'm playing VLX, because you guys, you know, are were a certain level when I started, I got catapulted to a level 11 cleric with really no spellcasting experience. So <laughs> the games where there's a lot of just quick 
you know, casting and fighting and stuff like that, these guys play quick. I'm used to having more time to kind of sit and think or at least a couple minutes to make it around the table. There's one specific episode where I apologize in advance. I kind of just fell apart and couldn't (laughs) do anything because I was just like, oh, no, what do I do? But that gives me a little bit of I'd say, I guess, you know, doubt in just knowing that I'm playing the mechanics right. I know I mess things up sometimes, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, other than that, just the general rules and having to worry about that kind of stuff. I mean, I think it's really if you have a if you have a bunch of people that you like playing with, I don't feel luckily very uncomfortable with just the RP and things like that. I think that can be something that makes some people have doubt in themselves, just general confidence. But Mm-hmm. luckily I don't have that issue because of you know the players that I play with I'm lucky in that regard so probably just the mechanics the mechanics and just the rules are one of the things that stress me out a little bit but other than that it's all yeah. good uh, I think for the, the most thing I've heard of I think generally is that sense of like the rules are what give most people the most sense of doubt at mm-hmm. times because it's just especially either if you're new or even if you're a veteran player like the rules can still get very muddled especially yeah if you're if you're playing at like what you said kind of like a, at a hectic pace mm-hmm. where which is not a bad thing I think but it's just you know because everyone has their own play style it's important to like really like hone in i think at times especially in a podcast i think it's it probably adds some more stress or like oh gosh like i'm you're needing to do these things mm-hmm. you know and it's just yeah i think mechanics could could always be <laughs> something that could be similar or not similar uh simplified Definitely. Into and, something that could be better understood. And luckily, Kyle's so loosey-goosey that it's usually fine. <laughs> it's, it, it, we're we're pretty easygoing about stuff, yeah. So it, it works out. It works out. I was literally yeah, going to say, good. what mechanics have we been using? Because I don't really remember any coming up so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, oh my God. God. Well, next, Mike, what about you? What gives you the most doubt when you're gaming? Honestly, this, not to sound cocky, but nothing. Because <laughs> I don't. I don't care. No, no, that's it, good. That's that sounds, yeah. it sounds weird, but like as a normal human being, I, I question things. I doubt things my entire day long. Did I do my job okay? Is my family okay? Blah, blah, blah. When I'm playing all my characters, they don't, I don't mean for them to be chaotic or whatnot, but <laughs> they mm-hmm. don't have doubt. They just act. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of yeah. let go and play that way. Um, mm-hmm. The only time I ever had doubt with a character recently was with uh, my character, Tor, who kind of had part of me in him because he was a father and that was mm-hmm. right when i was becoming a father for the first time and he had a he wasn't sure if he could kill the villain or not i doubted yeah. he could at that scenario so i had him sacrifice his life spoiler alert if i have to say Ooh. that i'm sorry i think he said it too um, late yeah <laughs> <laughs> like people are people are over this by now dude yeah. like, get on with it god it happened like five years for me but like eight years of the podcast yeah, I try not to bring that to the table. I think I would, for listening to Lauren talk, I think I would personally freak out if I had to play with a DM who actually followed the rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. We just kind of give Kyle an idea. We look at him. He, he mulls it over for like, I don't even want to say five seconds, because, meh. That seems logical. Or No, I can't imagine that could possibly happen. And there you no, go. It's That's good, though. That's great. I mean, honestly, it is like because like 5e especially, I think, gives you gives gives the DMs such an option for like, these are the rules. Take them or leave them, you know, as long as you're having fun at the table, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's 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 great that Kyle can can just say like, eh, whatever, you know, let's just have fun. 
Absolutely. Honestly, I just didn't feel like reading the rule book, so it's just easier. To I mean, me. dude. <laughs> yeah. Just wing it. It's totally. all good. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding. You said how much you love new lore books. I don't <laughs> no. know yeah. if I can buy this one. <laughs> lore See, books. Kyle, There's no hey, lore in there. Just yeah, rules. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, lore rules. books Lore <laughs> books are way, way superior and different to, to rule books. <laughs> That's true. Rules are for boring <laughs> people. Lore books are for cool nerds. Kyle <laughs> knows all the rules. He just doesn't necessarily enforce them for his friends. And that's why I choose. <laughs> I like I to. Choose. It's mostly to reinforce as we're playing that my players remember I am God and my every <laughs> yeah. whim is to be followed. Obviously, we know. He used to make us bring him soda and donuts, and then we would get a magic item if we bought a flavor that he liked. Ooh, before ooh, the those were the session. good days. Wait, why am I just learning that's, about this now? I would have been bringing donuts. Yeah, <laughs> that was pre podcast. This is college years. Son when it wasn't bitch. even D and D, we were just—that was literally hey, me just making up rules. Yes, Lauren, bring it back, bring it back. I, you got to bring it back. I'm doing it. Hey, I gave you peach jam. I made peach jam the other day. However, I and did yeah. drop it on your neighbor's porch. Wrong right. house. <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I had to go steal my own jam from my neighbor's porch and hope nobody saw me. It was awesome. Oh Sorry. my god. It's like watching Winnie the Pooh steal the honey from the bees. Oh, bother. Oh, Oh, bother. Whoops. Oh, that's great, though. Well, uh, we'll go on to Ben. What about you? What gives you the most sense of doubt or apprehension when you're gaming? Uh, Well, it sounds like I might be the opposite of Lauren. So I've always, yeah, I've always been like a video gamer and I've always played RPGs for as long as they've been putting them out since like you know Baldur's Gate way back. So like yeah. rules and combat and all that, I get it. It clicks, I'm good. And I always even when I started playing these games, I was always focused on combat. Like I'm going to here's this thing that I'm going to do that's going to be really cool. It's going to be fun to imagine. It's going to look neat in my in my mind. Um, like that's yeah. all been fine, but like RPing uh it it scares me a little bit. Oh. I I don't I never feel completely comfortable that I'm that I'm good at it. You're um, great at it, Ben. Well, that's you the are. thing. Then you you say stuff like that, and I hear things other people say that, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm good. I guess I do okay, but I, I don't I don't necessarily feel it. Um, no, I I literally I think I texted you the other day. I was listening to one of the old episodes, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but you have a very dramatic scene with your mentor, and I literally got misty eyed listening to a scene that I had already heard three Aww. times before. Like you're a really good RPer. Yeah, Ben. Well, thank you, and keep telling me that until I believe it because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that that's what gives me doubt. Like going into a particularly heavy scene or something, you know, that's more emotional. Yeah. I mean, these guys, I can play off of them really well. And again, mm-hmm. sitting next to Lauren at the table has really helped me in that sense because she's so good at it mm-hmm. and that I can, I can pull that energy and it's really easy to, you know, just kind of play off of her. I think mm-hmm. uh, our, our two characters in the beginning of the season have really fun interactions and chemistry. That's just the nature of getting to sit next to her, honestly. So um, yeah, that's, that's, that's my doubt for sure. 
I, I don't blame you at all for having role-playing be your sense of doubt, man. Like, I would argue that what I was talking about with Lauren, I think, but besides mechanics, I think getting, like, really deep into role-play, like, really getting into, like, your character's mind and just feeling the emotions that can come with the role-play, like, it, it scares a lot of people. It does, because it a game like D&D and, and other TTRPGs, obviously, I think they still have that stigma that they did, you know, decades ago but like right now i think it's just because you know you're saying like oh here's D. we get to roll cool dice and and have these adventures and then we get to like speak in funny voices and role play and people are like wait you 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 role play like that just sounds because i would i would bet you that most people are like 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 sexy role play? Like, no, <laughs> you fucking idiot! Like, like, like. Well, sometimes it's, it's totally different. Sometimes <laughs> that's Have you like seen for like the DM Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Speaking Kyle's of that, like I have told my oh my god, send me one, please. I've told my, my players at home like, if you buy that for me, I will definitely wear that every session. Wait, that's no thing? joke. Oh, oh yeah, look it up. It's great. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Just it's based off the old eighties show. Oh, I just figured it was like strategically <laughs> placed dice or something like that. No, no, no. There's no, an old no, 80s that would be good too. That's the other yeah. costume. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. Role play is definitely something that gives people a lot of apprehension and doubt. So yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, even me as a DM, like I've, I haven't been doing this for long, but like I still have problems sometimes of like getting into that character mindset of just like, all right, here's, you know, this uh, scene that I'm having to deliver very much like a theatrics and, you know, drama and, and it's, it's not for everyone and, and it's hard to get into some. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I've definitely grown an that. appreciation for it, but even like yeah. the thought of playing with a different group, Oh boy. I don't know. That'd be <laughs> tough. Yeah. It takes time to get into it with, with uh, obviously new people, but like it, I mean, man, it, if you don't have people around you, respect you as a person and as a player it's it's not going to come easy i think so i wouldn't say i respect yeah. any of you guys as people <laughs> but i definitely respect you as players just well, kidding I, lo- I love you Aww. all you sons of bitches lauren you're you so all. sweet I you're love so them. sweet they know i'm messing with the boston oh, yeah. <laughs> okay sure yeah Kyle. hey boys uh Talk to me after this interview. We, we can we can work something out here. Yeah, I thought this was a safe space. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. safe from Lauren. Nope. Yeah, nope. Well, beautiful though. Thank you, Ben. Kyle, what about you? Lastly, what is it that gives you the most doubt? Don't say uh, Mike. Don't say Mike. Don't say Mike. <laughs> Mr. Remfer. Uh, <laughs> Mine again is twofold. The first is the story as the DM. Like the tale is something that I have to kind of help unfold as everything goes along Mm -hmm. and I have to a have my story and then I have to take the background and NPCs and everything from all of my players and I weave everything together so that as everything goes you know everybody gets their own little parts and uh, sections I love taking people back to their hometowns or run into their uh, people from their childhood what have you and so I always end up creating like this really long storyline and then I love it. I love it dearly. And then I have to tell it to everybody at the table and hope they like it. And then then we have to release it to online and see if the listeners <laughs> like it. And like every time until we get to the end and like I don't even care how many people say I love it. I'm just like how many people say they hated it? All right, let me see. <laughs> no one does. But nobody loves it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Good. That's uh, great. But then the other side is the NPCs that I always have to do for my players. I always have doubt jumping into those shoes because the NPC I yeah. make up, they are who they are. Like, great. I created them from the ground up. However, they sound, however, the act is it. Uh, but then my players say, hey, here's my dad. Here's my son. Here's my uh, lover. Here's my mentor. Here's my, you know lost family friend here's my arch rival and i have to step into those shoes and try to represent them the way my players envision them and most of the time i'm going off a couple sentences that i got in a backstory mm-hmm. going okay i hope i can match this vision the person gets and uh you know i go a little crazy about it because i will practice voices for like a month before we record, I drive my wife nuts. Uh, we actually, <laughs> uh, true story, we were out for our anniversary and I was planning for a big villain with a off-putting voice. And so we were out to dinner and I was talking in that voice on our anniversary <laughs> at oh dinner. And she was like, I'm going to kill you. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Knowing what character that is is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm oh, no. I don't know. I'm into it. <laughs> I, I know you love that voice. <laughs> I really did. Austin, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna dig it. It's good. Oh yeah, yeah. Can I can I get a sneak peek of that? You know what? The character doesn't come out for like a year, so I'm gonna say yes because no one will remember. Um, oh yeah. Well, what do we have here? Yeah. Who are these coming into my lair? <laughs> and so my poor wife. <laughs> Had to deal with that through dinner. Um, <laughs> so oh God. romantic. I'll take the chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. I like a Niswal sandwich with a side of bourbon. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Oh and she was like, I'm, gonna, I'm going to effing kill you. And um, <laughs> uh, at one point, I was trying to do a guy with a Scottish accent for like a week. Every time we went anywhere, I was doing this obnoxious Scottish. We actually went through drive food and I uh, drive through place and I ordered in the Scottish accent. She was like, I am going to murder you. Um, (laughs) So I have both doubt in that and in surviving my wife's wrath for doing these voices. I was going to say, I should be interviewing your wife, man. Like, let's get her on here. Doubt about, doubt about marrying you. Maybe. (laughs) There's no doubt she instantly regrets that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, though. That's great. I I love every second of that, though. But no, I I do totally get it. Like, as, and again, as a fellow DM, like, we are like the weavers of chaos and order, my friend, of having to both have our own stories that we want to tell while also having to weave in the player's stories because that's just as important as Mm -hmm. as anything else in this thing Um, and obviously we all yeah we all want to have fun we all want to have our say and it's it's just fun whenever you do have those moments like hey you know you start to recognize a landscape here and you suddenly crest the hill and you see your own your old hometown you know like those are amazing magical moments i think yeah you know, it's it's amazing to hear in a podcast and just uh, incredible to experience like in an actual session. Yeah. If I if I may share an example of one time that Kyle did that 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 caught me yeah. very by surprise. Um, <laughs> so my my first character had a mentor in his background, and uh, when I handed in the the backstory to Kyle, I was like, "Hey, and here's how this guy dies." And then literally, what, seven minutes into episode one of season one, it's like, and you see Duran. It's like, what? 
no, <laughs> immediately <laughs> oh he threw God. that twist at me. But then the way he played him was absolutely perfect. So, Kyle, you definitely nice. are, are very good at that. Well, yeah. thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Kyle, you yeah. made me I, cry, I, so I think you're a real aw. damn good RPer. <laughs> <laughs> that was only because I want to make. <laughs> yeah. I want to make a player cry one day. Not just because I'm. I want to be. No, no. Uh, let me rephrase this. I don't want to be mean, and I don't want to be cruel in any way. But like, just to have that, mm. like. Like I am a good storyteller, you know, <laughs> like, or I am just a great DM, like that kind of idea that, you know, just in their minds of like, you know, you, you made such an impactful story or a moment for others, whether it was, you know, role playing or just you narrating something mm-hmm. of like, this means so much to them and is something that can truly affect them as a person in real life is, is incredible. And that's, mm. I think that, that it makes a game like D&D amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty magical. I thought that's how I would feel yeah. too, and then I did it to Lauren, and I just felt guilty <laughs> for like uh, twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, then she kept crying. Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It was. Hey, it's okay, there were Lauren. tears. There were tears. Uh, there were lots of tears. Let's just say it was a yeah. good. It was a good recording. That was a good recording, good. and I. Yeah, I needed. I think I, I was scarred. I probably need therapy now, but it was it was all worth it. I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was awesome. You leave most of our sessions saying you need therapy. Yeah, honestly. it's true. <laughs> we or all some do. kind of some kind of yeah something. Oh. oh, that's great. I love that. Um, and and to to add on real quickly, Kyle, to your last bit there of the NPCs, though, like it's it is kind of hard uh, mm-hmm. to to really portray the life of the game like you know the actual people whether that's you know npcs or monsters or whatever like getting in it because like you said the players themselves have their own perception of of this being you know and and you are trying to just embody the essence of what you believe them to be and it's it you have to meet in the middle and really create something that just works along both fronts i think to really get something that can be memorable or or something that is just enjoyable and it and it takes it doesn't take like a huge you know unfathomable amount of skill but it does take some work and some experience to really be able to correctly get out and just like present like here's this person you know here's joe schmo and like people can obviously just like get that mind's eye view of who they are, how they work and all this kind of stuff. And it's amazing when you can do that. So, well, I want to ask a question now about just the podcast in general. Who was it right off the bat though? Who said, let's make a podcast. Yeah. Who was Uh, it? Yeah. Mostly Kyle. Yeah. I I think it was actually, it was Mike, Ben and I sitting at Mike's house. I actually have this very vivid memory. We were all sitting in your kitchen and uh, we were talking about D&D and how we, you know, really wanted to get into it and, you know, get a group going. And then I was like, hey, we should probably record it. You know, there's all these podcasts going out now. And I am very sorry. I'm about to insult them. I was like, we're funnier. <laughs> and, Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> no doubt uh, there. And I was like, if people like listening to that, they're, you know there's an audience for us, I think out there. So we should give it a yeah. shot or maybe we'll be like, Oh no, our humor is super specific and nobody finds us funny. But us." But I remember we were sitting around doing that and we were like, well, who should we get in there? 
and uh, immediately we all said Lauren, and we stopped everything we were doing and shot her an email, and then uh, we spent the rest of the party right. just watching to see if she would reply. All fun stopped. Um, oh, were you sitting in the kitchen? Were you eating cheesecake like the Golden Girls? Yep, crying. Oh. Well, no, the um, cheesecake soup because he was just crying into it so much. Good. <laughs> I make you wait for Gross. two years, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. The suspense. No, that's yeah, that's true. It was it, it was really kinda like, hey, we need a good excuse to play D D and we need to find a way to push ourselves to feel a commitment to doing it regularly, more so than mm. just we want to play. And Kyle mm. suggested the podcast and we just kinda made it made it work from there. I think well, like awesome. what they're saying it was a lot easier to be like, oh, no, no, no. We're not going to just hang out with our friends and play D&D all day. We're going to record a podcast. We're productive. We're doing yeah. something. We're professionals. <laughs> a little bit of that, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys just well, did you guys go ahead. the plan. All the wives are going to hear this now, and you're going to be in deep trouble. Yeah, yeah, they don't listen. No. <laughs> uh, and I'm go sure ahead. no one's going to listen to this episode. Like who's, it, was, it was like wives or anyone like that. So <laughs> It'll be fine. So no worries. Yeah. Well, did you guys, did any of you have any like, or were you ever doubtful or apprehensive about creating uh, this podcast? Only at the very beginning up to current. That's a thin margin. That's a yeah. very thin margin yeah. there. Good, good. There was I, one day in February we felt good about it. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, no. I, for me, it's literally every day when we sit down to start recording, and I guess this goes back to my doubt, I'm going, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. I hope this is good enough. I hope they enjoy it. I hope listeners enjoy it. But then at the end of the day, I'm always really happy with everything we did. And I'm like, yeah, that was a good job. People are going to love it. But then we always have like a little uh, powwow yeah. uh, after we're done recording and everybody hangs out, you know, people have to leave at different times or what have you. And, um, mm. you know, we all talk about, you know, what we really enjoyed from that day and relive the fun moments. And uh, sometimes we end up, you know, some people end up staying for like three, four hours and we'll just keep reliving what we recorded. I'm like, okay, if we're happy yep. sitting around talking about what we just did, then I know that there's got to be people out there who are also enjoying it that much. Yeah. yeah. And it's fun to have that yeah. to just go back and listen to also. 100%. It's super cool oh, to yeah. have the story that we we played, you know, three years ago and we can go back and relive mm-hmm. it whenever we want. Also, we, I think we took a really good approach to it because we are releasing every other week. We are recording as much in advance as we can. And we know that this is never going to be our day job. This is a fun hobby. This Wait, is a what? cool thing. Sorry, <laughs> Kyle. Oh, Kyle. It's, it's a fun thing for us that we enjoy doing, and we're able to do it with a very minimal amount of stress. I see a lot of other Good. podcasters that I that I interact with who, you know, they release weekly. They need to record the week before and get the edit done in time, and um, not having to worry about here. any of that. Yeah, well, you have a you have a different <laughs> thing. You know, ours is a, ours doesn't need to be timely. Like nothing really matters. Really? So I mean, obviously, Our some of the references we Simpsons make, references. yeah, the, some of the <laughs> jokes are a little dated by the time it actually airs. But uh, <laughs> but it's it's more fun for us that way. We don't we don't 
have to worry about it. We get to just enjoy the experience and the I mean, process. Yeah. True story. We were panicking a little while ago because we're like, oh no, we're only down to a year backlog. <laughs> oh my and God. Like, that, that, that's <laughs> literally true. something we did. Yeah. I will keep you all on point. We will maintain that year backlog plus. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the smallest backlog we've ever had. It was two plus at one point. So that's oh why we God. were like, oh no, yeah. only a year. Right. This well, we knew oh, we no. were having kids. But, I mean, we started recording before mm-hmm. Kyle had kyle had the first baby and so we had what half a year recording before that even happened because yeah. we knew my we wife actually had it three months oh yes gotta be specific <laughs> about that piggybacking off that is as a group it's nice because we talk about all these things so it's not a solo podcast which i you must be dealing with to a small degree is if i have doubt about something I can shoot it mm-hmm. out to the group and be like, "Hey, am I overthinking this? Is this is this actually an issue, or, or am I just being oh, crazy yeah. about it?" <laughs> and it's kind of cool to just crowd surf intern or crowdsource internally and just be like, "Okay, no, we'll fix this, but yes, ignore that because there's you don't it, it doesn't matter." Yeah. So that helps us yeah. deal with the doubt issue. No, and we uh-huh. we actually I, I won't go into detail here, but the other a little while ago. I listened to an episode, I had doubt about something, and I kept it to myself. I was like, you know what, I'm overthinking it. And then a couple people reached out to me and were like, hey, we also have doubt about this. And I was like, okay, maybe this is something to worry about. And then we kicked it out to everybody, and Lauren was like, you guys are idiots, stop worrying about stuff. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know, I'm so sorry. I'm, no. uh, I'm always yelling at you guys. I'm just like, don't doubt yourself. Just put it out there. Everybody will think it's funny. It's fine. <laughs> but, but you know, that it's exactly what Mike's saying. It's we reach out to each other. We talk and, you know, sometimes yeah. we're, we're all on the same page and we're like, yeah, that's something. And sometimes someone has to slap us in the face and be like, stop doubting yourself. And that's mm-hmm. 90% of the time, Lauren. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be there to slap all of you guys. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, what do we so do sweet. without you? Yeah. Uh, and also it's slapped. nice having a full cast because we can distribute mm-hmm. some of the work, you know, not one of yeah. us does everything, which helps quite a lot. Oh, a ton. It's good. I know yeah, I could not definitely. DM and do the editing that Mike does and all the many, many things Ben does. And I don't yeah. know, Lauren did something once, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't really at all. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm teasing you. Yeah. How many pictures I, did you just roll rapid fire for us? Yeah, well, that's, that's not technology-based. I can handle I can handle the drawing, not, not the editing or any smart people stuff. Very <laughs> valuable contribution. It's a there huge contribution. There you go. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, well, uh, to, to add on to all this, though, the fan reception you you've obviously talked about like oh you're worried about people liking it and and you know if, if we're not you know funny enough if we're not good enough is anyone to listen to it how is the fan reception or listener reception how has that like helped you to get over some of these feelings if at, if at all like do you ever read some comments or reviews about about the podcast and like fuck yeah like that's great i don't feel doubtful i don't feel apprehensive about this anymore i feel good you know Is there any specific ones that have really helped you out? Someone posted in one of the Discord channels the other day that the song intros, every now and then (laughs) our our bard of the group does a song introduction for an episode. There's only like three of them. It's not like something we do all the time. Uh, But somebody literally wrote in the Discord, the intelligence check song introductions are the greatest thing in podcasting. (laughs) And uh, that was great. For me personally, I I write a lot of the songs. Kevin does all the performances and also does a lot of the writing. But since I write a lot of them as well, that made me feel a lot better because those songs are something I super stress over while writing. Oh. <laughs> so um, 
There's that so that gave me a big boost. Thanks. Kevin Good. also says thanks wherever he is. Yeah, Kevin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, though. It's got to be really, I mean, for me, like, just imagining having to write music for, I mean, obviously, like you said, like three episodes or so, but like still like writing music to get out there for the audience to listen would be like, I would die. Just like, <laughs> I couldn't do that. I would just be so nervous. Yeah. Like, it's- I, 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 yeah. I feel bad because I, I know I drive people nuts with it sometimes because I'll be like, oh, I could do that in a couple of days. And then it'll be like a couple of weeks. So I'll be like, inspiration just hasn't hit me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then when everything's said and done and it's released, uh, we always get great responses on it. So I'm very happy with yeah. that. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, That's we've great. been really lucky in that regard. Nobody's really come at us on the internet yet so i'm not not that i'm inviting people to do so uh, <laughs> please but, don't we're, we're fragile <laughs> okay listeners yeah. all right ready get up. <laughs> Look, i did get i did get customer em. service for comcast i got this <laughs> yeah you're hardened by the fire absolutely <laughs> hardened by ben, the flames of mount doom <laughs> yeah <laughs> this next question i guess is is aimed towards kyle the dm Ooh. but the rest of you can more are more than welcome to pipe in uh yeah yeah let's see you loser you guys need some private <laughs> time <laughs> some dm time okay see you some, i need some one-on-one time kyle over here oh we're it's gonna that do voice. it it's that voice yeah that sweet sultry voice so kyle how long have you been DMing, would you say? Officially in true D&D, I would, if I'm being completely honest, the podcast. If you mean storytelling, any game, including things I've been making up since high school, so 20 plus years. Gotcha. Well, I want to take you back there then. Whoa. When when was the first time? Yeah, Wayne's World, Wayne's World whole uh, transition there. Uh, when was about the first time that you can remember that that you really started like had a feeling of doubt in your mind of like, man, am, is this is am I good at this? Am I is this something I should do and stuff like that? And and then what was it that made you go like, no, 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 no this is fine. Like I, I can do this. Um, <laughs> that's a very funny story. So I'd never played any sort of game like this before in my life. And then two of my friends were losing their longtime DM and they said, Kyle, we want you to come play this game with us. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. And so I went and played and then the DM said, okay, guys, you know, it's been a blast. That was the last time. Da, 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 da. And then we were on the drive home and they were like, hey, we invited you because you're the new DM. And I was like, good. <laughs> um, so that's where the doubt began. <laughs> and uh, oh, wow. about if they were actually your friends or not. <laughs> so I, I ended up uh, actually Mike was involved in this. I set up my huh? very first game. And uh, yeah, this is where Fire's Breath came from. Your first character. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, I played one game once. It was a pre-made thing. The guy had a storyline that he just spat at me, and we went in, and my character was pre-made and all this stuff. So I thought DMing was just, you make a story, and then the players play the roles. 
So when we sat oh. down, like I had like a main character and who the side characters were and all this stuff. And like the players got so mad at me, rightfully so, <laughs> because I was like, oh, you're not the main character. And they're like, that's not how this works. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know. You gave me one one hour session to learn this. <laughs> um, uh, wow. And so, yeah, so I had super doubt then. And I was like, oh, OK, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then I was like, OK, maybe I'll read a couple pages of a rule book, maybe. And then the next several times we played after that, and they were all very loosey-goosey. Like, uh, I barely spent minutes making up levels or stuff, which was pointless with our group because they always tried to do, like, the most outlandish. Like, if I'm like, there's a ballad over there with treasure, they're like, yeah, well, let's head in the opposite direction and see what happens. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just burn all these papers. Um, Wasn't it the, uh, oh, there's a dragon attacking a city, and we're like, oh, oh, the guards all up on the walls? No, 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 no. This is a... Far worse. I put them all in a city that was under siege, told them they had lived there their entire lives. Uh, you have to run up and help defend this city that is being destroyed. And they were like, everybody's helping. I was like, everybody's helping. They're like, all right, we loot the town. And so oh they God. went through raiding everything. And I was like, okay, well, now you're still stuck. And the one guy was like, well, is there a well? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, well, my character breathes water. So boop, bye. And somebody else was like, oh, well, yeah, I have wings. So I'm just. I'm just going to fly away. And then third character was like, <laughs> I have invisibility. Peace. And I was like, oh, okay. And that is an example of how my games go. Cause now they were out in the field somewhere. I hadn't developed anything past this invasion war. And I was like, <laughs> I guess I'm making everything up as we go. Yay. Um, but everybody always had fun at the end of the day. And you know, that always Mike breaking me from the very beginning <laughs> gave so, me the courage uh, <laughs> to proceed. And, you know, I really, maybe this is too much gusto, but after that, I really didn't doubt anything ever again until we were like, Hey, let's have the world here. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, there's that oh. doubt. <laughs> Hello again, old friend. Yeah. <laughs> so we meet again. Mm, been a while. <laughs> yeah. I love that it started back in high school because, yeah, that's like the, one of the main places you're ever going to feel like a huge sense of doubt and apprehension in your life, you know, because fuck high school. And like, <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. always that for like. God, what am I doing? I'm doing everything wrong. I'm just a, I'm just a loser. I'm a nerd. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, uh, it gets, it got better though as you, as you became like older and an adult, and and obviously as you gain experience and stuff like that, it, it helps. Uh, and again, to go back to what we had talked about earlier of like having the that collaborative group and and storytelling and just play style. Of, of everyone that you know and love to kind of help you out and, you know, dash those feelings of doubt or apprehension and just replace them with like, no, this is fine. You know, we're just here to have fun, which mm-hmm. is the main goal of these kind of games, which is great. So 100%. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting. What, that's really what we try to bring to the table is just everybody have fun. That's why we don't lean so heavily on the rules because it's, you know, the point of the yeah. game to us and every table has their own ways. And that's that's great. Yeah, but for us, it's did you have fun? Then yeah, I don't care if you're supposed to roll two d six or seven d six when you fall from a, a ladder. Like we're just gonna make it up as we go <laughs> yeah. and have a fun yeah. time doing it. Yeah, like what sums our, our podcast up is that there's a scene where we're trying to get out of a glass sunroof, sunroof thing, whatever those things are called, greenhouse, sun window. I don't know. Some a, a glass thing window? very high up in the ceiling. Glass on ceiling. <laughs> glass on. He's got it. That was exactly it. And. 
Kyle let me turn into an octopus and had the rest of the party climb up me to get out of the room. Like, it doesn't uh, yeah, matter. Yeah. And he was playing <laughs> was a just... fighter, so there was no precedent for that at all. Oh, no. yeah. No, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful image. Uh, God. I want to pose that kind of question to the rest of you. When you first got into this sort of game style or TTRPGs just in general, when was the kind of like the first time you experienced that sense of doubt or apprehension? Uh, And we'll go back with uh, Lauren first. Oh, man. Okay. This is actually, I would say it was probably a Vampire the Masquerade moment versus a Dungeons and Dragons moment, if that's okay. Um, Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it's... I was doing a character with a uh, an accent that I wasn't really used to doing before. So she's, you know, very posh British. So I had to do that. Mm-hmm. And that was a little scary. You know, I'm with my friends. and But some of them have, you know, relatives that are British. My, my friend Justin's in-laws or his, uh, his um, father-in-law is a British guy. I was just like, oh, God, people are going to, you know, I'm going to sound like an idiot. But I think I, I you just kind of you have to you know take a breath and just go with it and yeah you know what's the worst that can happen i sound kind of silly in front of my <laughs> friends at the end of the day who cares and it was it was fun and the more you practice like kyle said the more the more you practice and annoy your spouses you'll get better and better at the accent so and but, at the um, end of the yeah. day it really is about annoying your spouses as <laughs> much really, as possible yeah. that's really what it all yeah. boils down to it brings it brings everyone together um <laughs> but yeah it was, it's it was probably just nailing that british accent and then it was you know once it once we got past that and then we were just having fun it you know it melted away a little bit but every anytime you have to do an accent it always is a little bit funny the one i do on intelligence check i'm pretty good at just because it's the way my cat talks if that makes sense because we know all of our pets have voices let's be real we oh, all yeah, know totally. yes 100 yeah so yep. my mm-hmm. my very fancy mia she's sitting right next to me that's how she speaks and so i just copied off of that and that that wasn't as bad but the british accent that was a little scary <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, especially because like, I think for most people and I would I would say probably you without a doubt, like you kind of don't want to like do an accent and have it be bad and feel like it's like, oh, are you making fun of this <laughs> yeah. person or this culture or a thing like or that? Or just like, have it be which so is, yeah. bad that you're distracting from the content yeah. of what you're saying. <clears throat> like they, no one can focus on what you're saying <laughs> yeah. because you sound like such an idiot. So that, that <laughs> you know, is a little jarring, but yeah. You get sure. past it. You get past and it. I could and say, yeah. honestly, we all practice our accents a ton. So if it's off, we're not making fun of you. We're just bad at it. <laughs> yeah. It's just our nice. ineptitude. That's all it is. Obviously, yes. If you don't pick a real <laughs> accent, my character talks like Elmo slash Mickey the Mouse. So it just makes life easier. Oh, God. You can't offend anybody. <laughs> oh, Mickey's Elmo. coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking rip your ass off. <laughs> That's basically what it said. Oh, I got Stefan's coming out my ass. Cease and desist, asshole. <laughs> yeah, big, big oh, Disney. No. <laughs> yeah, Disney's definitely gonna have all of us killed, so just be careful. <laughs> if there's anyone Are you ready to meet God? <laughs> 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 I love that. That's a that's a that's a good example though of doubtful. Yeah, like uh, kind of what we we're going to, uh, talking to a bit earlier as well. Like yeah. doing like the role playing and getting into the character can be can be really uh kind of scary at times, mm-hmm. or just you're you're not too sure of your abilities at times. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. What about you, Mike? I guess my biggest doubt is 
also the reason why I'm not allowed to play a female character anymore. Oh. <laughs> Nothing. It's 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 relatively innocent. I think it's innocent. Very innocent. Um, yeah. It's just I my first time playing D and D. My character's name was Fire's Breath. It was this girl. She could dual wield two swords. She was real badass. And I was she like, she was super ba. Yeah, everyone was just like, why are you playing a girl? I'm like, I'm a dude in real life. Why do I want to be a dude in this game? Like, I want to be something that <laughs> yeah. I can't be in real life. I want to check it out. I want to see what it is. So we come to this king, or I forget what it was. It was a king. And king. it was a king, and he's like, uh, why are you here? And my first time ever role-playing, I'm just like, I've journeyed afar. And they're just like, all staring at me, horrified <laughs> per the DM. I'm, I'm just like, what did I do? He's like... You just said in the most masculine voice out of this like five foot redheaded girl. I was like, oh yeah, God. fair point. Yeah, fair Mike point. didn't even have that up. He he literally dropped like three octaves to do the oh, speech, yeah. and we were like, "What?" He was like, "We have journeyed afar." I was like, "What the?" <laughs> I have journeyed far and wide. He basically turned into a doctor girlfriend from the Venture yes. Brothers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. that's what inspired the librarian. Uh, there you yeah. go. Oh my God, Monarch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's my favorite Beautiful. thing about D D is just being the opposite of what you are if you want to be whatever makes you work but like mm -hmm. i play the smallest tiny i'm six foot six in real life i play <laughs> the most i play the shortest of the gnome that i could possibly be because <laughs> i'm like cool. i don't know what that is i want to be that yeah it's yeah awesome yeah and yeah. in the same I, vein that's one of my favorite parts about dming again i get the doubt when i'm jumping into the other npcs but the ones i create i love popping between all these different personalities like all right let's be the evil guy now who wants to kill everybody and now let's be the zany clerk in the store who's <laughs> too busy and doesn't have time for any you know it, it, it it's yeah. fun to just bop around like that like jumping into those personalities yeah definitely i i think it's important to i mean me personally i think it's totally fine if you want to role play you know if you're if you're a big beefy dude in real life you're the manliest of men by all means like play play like a very sweet innocent like girl or or something like that like this is this is a game that should be played how you want to play it like obviously you shouldn't have to worry about what others are saying like oh you know like why are you doing that and, and having such a negative connotation of your choices because you know this is this is just as much your game as it is anyone else's. Yeah, you know? and yeah. you know the DM totally has different. to do it, so why not let the play? You know, the yeah, DM can't be like required. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't be like every NPC you meet looks and acts exactly like me. Like, no, I have to jump yeah. between gender and personality and all those things. So yeah. the player should too. You know. Yeah, exactly. I think that's totally, totally normal. And since we're recording this in August, I'm hoping that the world fucking calms down yeah. and things <laughs> go back to some normality in December. But like there's there's a lot of, you know, really important things going on right now about things like race and mm -hmm. gender mm -hmm. and everything under the sun. And there's been a lot of like contention about like, hey, the proper representation of people is important in this game where you are pretending to be someone else, you know, and it's, mm -hmm. and it's something that if you want to have the mindset of like, this is all for fun, that's fine. Uh, you know, obviously as long as like, you're not intentionally trying to be mean or disruptive of, of what they are perceived to be like, it's totally cool to be again, like a female character. hundred percent. It's, it's yeah. yeah, totally cool. It's At about diving day, in there and trying to be true to the character. Yeah, and yeah, girl, you know, you're, you're just you're just playing a person. It's it's you know, male yeah. and female. It's just a, it's just a person with a personality, their own emotions, all that stuff. If you can play it convincingly and you play it solid, that's all that really matters. 
It's true. Yeah, it's really important, though. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, lastly, I believe Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think I've been really lucky in that you know I I first started playing around a table like this with Mike and Kyle. I was I went to college with Mike, and we ended up being roommates, which is how I met Kyle because they've known each other for a very long time. And I mean, I think the first game I played was probably Kyle's custom Naruto game. Does that sound right? Oh, <laughs> yep. hell yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, got it. It was, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. And I've been lucky enough to just continue playing with those guys and obviously other people that have come into the fold since then. Um, yeah. So my, my biggest doubt and fear is just what is Mike going to do? <laughs> I mean, this... you, you took Kyle's doubt and fear right there. I, so. I, I'm worried about it. No, I, no. I mean, this is the guy who, if I if I play Risk against, I know he's going to destroy me somehow by doing something crazy and reckless. Then he doesn't care if he actually wins the game. Um, That's the fun of all these games: is you don't have to win. Like D and D's not about exactly winning, right. Which is yeah. Fantastic. No. So he's mad yeah. about my the, the risk game because instead of playing the game the way you're supposed to, I wanted my characters to hold hands across the globe. So I made a straight line so they'd all hold hands around the globe. And somehow, the somehow he always starts next to me, and that line has to go through me. But oh no! So no, but seriously though, I mean, I don't, I don't have. I think the one time. We had we had a, a group of friends. I think Mike and Kyle, you were both a part of it that wanted to try D and D, and I was like, oh, I think I might know enough that I could probably try to run a game, and that was kind of terrifying. But well, well I have than, to ask you, and not to put you on the spot, but you mm-hmm. had me uh, do a game for your work once. Oh um, yeah, that's true. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Did you have any doubt there? Because I did. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I had a lot of doubt as to whether my uh, coworkers were gonna be able to handle it. Which, uh, based on the results, here, here's the funny thing about this game that I'm sure Kyle could tell you better than I can. <laughs> but he basically was was putting together a a simple little one shot to run, and some of my coworkers knew that I was doing a and D podcast and said, Oh, you know, I've always been interested in that. And enough of them came up to me and said that it's like, all right, let's get some together. I bet Kyle would be willing to run a game. So he did. And within the first <laughs> 20 minutes, they had no. ten sooner than that, 10 minutes, they ten had minutes. set fire to the inn in town. Oh my God. Multiple <laughs> civilians were killed. Oh um, we had wow. to, I had to like, get that my character was not supposed to be the the uh father figure of the group but i had to be to like get anything to happen oh and somebody steal something right away fell out of a window and broke every bone in broke their body because it was like yeah oh, it was like three stories it, it was yeah it was ridiculous and this is in like the first yeah, 15, 20 minutes was just complete chaos. We ended up finishing the, the one shot, and it got a little better towards the end. And then Kyle went and ran this module with seven-year-olds. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? And they apparently did way better than we did. <laughs> they aced it As in like half do. the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. Uh, it's so. actually funny. I've run that same module now for about five different groups, all of which have been adults. And the seven-year-olds have still done the best. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah, so we uh, we, that's just adorable. we quickly went and fired all those other employees. So <laughs> oh my God. it was Obviously. a secret performance review that they failed. <laughs> that's amazing. Man, I would love it company. if my job did that. <laughs> Invite <laughs> the company. Yeah, oh, on a real note, God. like I would love it if I could have like a a, a workplace D and D thing where either I'm a player or a DM. I wouldn't care, but like just being able to do that would be great. It was oh. it was just fun. So it was cool. a, it was an interesting experience. Like having people come to me like on lunch break and being like, "Hey, I don't understand this Rachel feat that the uh, the the dwarfs have here." I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, this is different lunchtime conversation. This is fun, but it's they good. were you know they were genuinely really excited about it. It was it was a cool way to expose yeah. new people to it for sure i, I have to uh, say that was one of the largest groups i've ever dm'd for and everybody's the entire time like nobody looked bored nobody pulled out their phone like everybody looked really into it like eyes were good. bright and I, I think they all had a blast i hope yeah no they they definitely yeah. did that's at least that's what they told me anyway so <laughs> that's fantastic honestly yeah that that's that's wonderful when you can actually have the entire tables just full attention there especially for new players too because i think new players are some of the hardest to really get grabbed if they're just like yeah i've heard about it it seems cool like i'll try it you know and then come gameplay they're like oh my fucking god i love this this yeah Yeah. that's my favorite that's my favorite i thought i was gonna lose them during character creation because it took a while but they that's it. always yeah. takes so damn long. Yeah, yeah. Anymore, I, I actually have a folder of pre-made characters, and when people are playing oh, for the first smart. time, I'm like, pick one. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. If, yeah. Community <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. if they like it after that, I'm like, all right, now it's time to make your character. You know, mm-hmm. Hector the Hung. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to change it from talking obviously we're going to still talk about doubt and apprehension but i wanted to kind of do something positive here which is starting again with lauren at the top of the order could you provide any sort of advice for those who might doubt their ability to play DD in the same way that those that they might see in popular media such as critical role or dimension 20 or even listening to a podcast such as yourselves do you just have any sort of like advice for those who who have that doubt in themselves yeah i would say I think it's helpful to go into, especially if you've never played before, just going into the game with the expectation that no matter what happens, it's like I'm just here to have a good time with my friends. It's funny, when I started playing D&D, it was around the time that I discovered, I actually did discover Critical Role. I, I found it and started watching it specifically to help me figure out just how, you know, the game works, the rules and mm-hmm. things like that. So I, when I first started playing, I was watching, you know, a very theatrical production with, you know, professional voice actors doing this really, really good job. And I, in my head, I was like, okay, I guess this is what it's going to be like. So that was a little bit intimidating. I think to a degree, you mm-hmm. have to kind of just realize that, you know, you're not on a stage. You're just having fun with your friends. So whatever that means yeah. to you is is right. Just go with your gut. Just be yourself and do whatever you think, you know, your player would do. Play play to whatever your player characters, you know, strengths are or weaknesses, whatever make them interesting and just own it and go with it. And, you know just know that you're just there to have fun take the pressure off of yourself that you're you have to impress anybody and just have a good time and i think when you're having fun that's what makes you know that's what makes everybody else have fun at least for me that's what i think 
well said. Definitely. That is well said. I like that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I think that Critical Role, for as much as it's done for this, just the community and just this genre of gaming, like it does lead people to have like the Matt Mercer syndrome Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, just feeling like, oh, they're professionals. Like I can't do that. And, And it's definitely just like, yeah, just just play this game to have fun. That's really all you have that mindset into, especially if you're just a first time gamer watching these kind of things. So that, that that is a very good. There is a very good answer there. Thank and, you. And now sorry, you the, can do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well and, I, and the funny thing is, is that just to add to that, you know, the games I've played, I, I play now with three separate groups, and then I play a vampire game as well. And in every one of those games with players that I never would have imagined, when they are comfortable, they do things that would be like critical role caliber, where they just get into the, you know, what they're, what they're saying, how they, how they're feeling, and they just put it on, they put it out there. And it's as impressive as, you know, as something like that, that's high, this highly produced show you know, yeah. with professional people. So if you just kind of let yourself get into that mindset, you'll be amazed and the people around you will be amazed with what will come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, people at the table and at home can have just as phenomenal sessions mm-hmm. as you see on critical role. Like there's, Absolutely. there's no 100%. reason that you need. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason that you need all that flash and pizzazz and that wow factor to, to leave your sessions table or leave your table session, whatever, uh, with that feeling of like, my God, that was like life impacting, you know, just just amazing. So that's, yeah, that's good. It's Definitely. really, really good. And they're really not uh, that great. Anybody can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not cool. Yeah. Matt Mercer, if you ever happen to listen to this episode, I'm we'll coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. I still like you guys. Promote our show. For, yeah. for, legal, pur- for legal purposes and personal purposes, I am kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have no. a, a running gag in the promotion of this show that he's out to get us, that he sees us as competition. It's true. It's yeah. true. It's like that uh, that song like uh, Shia LaBeouf, like running through the woods. It's Shia LaBeouf. It's just Matt Mercer. <laughs> yeah, place. exactly. It's Matt Mercer. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Well, we'll switch it over to Mike now. We'll would you say for any kind of advice oh i i stick to the same thing every time it's just find the fun whatever is yeah. fun to you i mean that's what, what larian was hitting on too is i mean I, we don't compare i look i think i've listened to five minutes of critical role in my entire life it just mm-hmm. doesn't do it for me I, I know it's yeah people love it i like harman quest if we're going to go into that category because yeah. it feels Ooh, yeah it feels more like a, like the way I play. It's a group of friends around the table. They're making fun of each other. They're not, and they're making fun of their characters. And they embrace the failures. You know, that's yeah. what I get out of it. But yeah, it's it's find your fun. Don't worry about the rules and try not to interfere with someone else's fun if you can yes. purposely. Like mm-hmm. don't don't put someone else's character down if you can. If you have a running beef and you talk about it as like a storyline thing ahead of time, cool. Go for it. Have fun with it. And you know what? We've all done it. We've stumbled on someone else's thing and we kind of go, okay, I'll learn from this. I'll readjust yeah. my character. I'm not going to – I don't want them to have a bad experience at the table either because mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people get so into their character, which is a great thing, but sometimes stuff happens to character and you start to take it personally and you know those are things mm-hmm. you got to feel out. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut off your own answer. <laughs> no, that was great. That was it. It's just, you know, I, I'm sure I'm guilty of it. And I don't realize it. And we all, it's just human nature. But it's trying yeah. to learn, too. Like, you can learn a lot from these characters. We were, I was thinking about it when we were talking earlier about 
watching someone play D&D, like you put a piece of yourself into these characters. Mm -hmm. So remember that someone else probably does too. So mm -hmm. I've had to learn that it's, it wasn't innate to me. So, you know, I try mm -hmm. to make myself aware of that now, if I'm interacting with someone else, be like, okay, you know, it just interact mm. appropriately how you would with an actual person, you know, that you're a coworker. You wouldn't, you know, slash their throat immediately for no reason. Maybe I don't think <laughs> that's the game either. Yeah, Go I ahead. find the fun is good. And then there's just so many ways to, to again, like, you know, have that fun at the table, whether that's very serious and, and you know, theatrical-like Critical Role, or just, you know, goofy and very just off the wall as Harmon Quest. And... <laughs> Like we've been saying this whole time, like there is no right or wrong way to play this game, which is great, except for, yeah, probably like just being a shithead at the table, like because there are people like that, you know, you hear horror stories, but yeah. like and just, I just yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I even have to say I one time partook in a game and I sat down and the one person was just an asshole. The yeah. Opened his mouth immediately was an asshole, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be terrible." And That's I was why. playing with an entirely, <laughs> I was playing with an entire new group of people I'd never played before. And then they all opened their mouths, and they were all assholes. And I was out of place, Oof. but I went, I walked away knowing that those were a group of assholes playing together and still had fun. It was not a place for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. but it, it's funny to think that oh, that's how their table is. And again, not my yeah. place. I was out of there, but. I guess that table works for them. Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the neat things about D&D. &D. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do it's, have to be good. an asshole, just remember you can be an asshole to the DM. And oh, definitely. <laughs> they can't I mean, get revenge gods. on you. Yeah, they're gods, but you can be an asshole towards them. You just pay for it immediately. Yeah. That's true. Rate. That came out of nowhere. Absolutely. Yeah. 12 red dragons <laughs> breathe fire on just you. <laughs> <laughs> Smitten by the gods. That's it. What about you, Ben? What about what would you say? I think I'd take a different tack. I think it's a very interesting time right now for anybody who's interested in uh, tabletop RPGs. Obviously, it's just completely blown up, and there's just so much out there. I mean, I listen to a ton of different podcasts and I just check them out and it's cool one way you know because you get to live a little vicariously through those other groups when you can't play yourself but it's also really interesting yeah. and this is something I've, I've talked about with other podcast creators is that none of our groups none of our shows are the same at all mm -hmm. they're all very different um, you know some people like the more role-playing some people like the more combat there and there's just everything in between and you know, I know that there are people out there who want to play, but maybe don't have that group of friends that also wants to play. So I think it's yeah. a really exciting time for for those folks. Hopefully, I've, obviously, there's there's going to be some apprehension in in doing this, but if you can overcome that, I mean, I know there's the Adventures League at a lot of uh, shops, comic shops, game shops, whatever it might be, and then there's you know you can find these communities of people who like the same style that you do, you know, you find a show yeah. that, that, that appeals to you. You find those folks, whether it's a discord a Reddit forum, whatever it is, chances are there's going to be other people on there who also want to play. And the, the tools are there now to hop on roll 20 or just use discord or whatever the case is. And you can, you can find other people who want to play, who are in the same position as you, um, have that apprehension about playing with people they don't know or playing online, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. And you can, you can find a game, you can do this. You can, you can explore this thing that you've wanted to do 
and there other people are out there that will make it a great experience for you and i think yeah. that's awesome i think that's really cool we obviously yeah. have been very lucky that we have an in-person group we've, we've known each other for a long time we have a blast and i know not everybody is that lucky so i i would encourage people to not have the doubt that they can do this and to to get out there and, and try it and it may not go well you may find yourself at a table full of assholes um that you don't <laughs> click with but then you know just, just try again go go out yeah. and see what else yeah. you can get out there yeah definitely i don't think you should have just let one failed session or or game group uh, deter you from playing this game which has you know for millions of people brought a lot of joy and brought a lot of meaning to them in their lives, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of connecting with their friends or connecting with strangers. Or I've, I've talked with others on previous uh, episodes of like how D&D can be very therapeutical for you in terms of just dealing with things, whether they be, you know, tr- things like trauma or like, I mean, hell, there's been people who have like, you may have heard about things of like, oh, I'll, I'm going to make a character and I'm going to make them the opposite gender of me, or like I'm going to make this person of a different sexuality. And like they in turn like are find out more about themselves. Like they are actually Mm -hmm. more like this character and like they, they really come out and, and find them their true selves, which is amazing. And, Mm -hmm. and yeah, having just a a negative gaming experience, however that may be is, is something, you know, it's, gonna happen mm-hmm. you're gonna have those feelings of like do i want to keep playing this game mm-hmm. you know i i don't feel like this is right for me but like just give it more than one shot and you might find that you know you'll fall deeply in love with this thing mm-hmm. like all of us have obviously absolutely yeah, yeah i think you nailed it like if you yeah. could play with, if you have a group of people that can make checkers like the best thing in the world to you or tic-tac-toe oh, or God, hopscotch yeah. like Ooh, it's the people that play it. It's it, I could play yeah. any of the board games that I own, but it's who I'm sitting down with. Is that's I want to spend mm-hmm. that time with the person. The game mm-hmm. doesn't really matter as much. It's the people. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And not you. Lauren, so. <laughs> then there's Lauren. It. I was waiting for Honestly, it. Honestly, if you didn't say Lauren. all, we wouldn't have done you. <laughs> yeah, you, you made yourself a target. We went for it. It was a heartfelt moment. Screaming to the heavens. I couldn't resist. It it, it doesn't happen a lot. Fair, fair, fair. (laughs) I I made you cry with our last heartfelt one. So you You did. I cried so Aww. much. You cried so much that Aww. session. <laughs> yeah, I was dehydrated after. It was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to finally let Kyle, the DM, sir, give your yeah, ding ding ding, give your own advice about this kind of thing. One, if you start playing and you say, "Hey, this character is not who I thought it was," talk to your DM. Any. Gonna be mean here. Any decent DM is going to let you kill that character off, replace it, have them go off on a quest and never heard from again unless you decide to bring it back. Realize you could take as many shots at it as you want. Try something yeah. else because who your character is greatly impacts your game. And you may say to yourself, Oh wow, I can't wait to be a fighter. And then when you get in and say, Oh, I'm just standing there hitting with a sword, that's not fun. Great. Mm-hmm. Be the rogue, sneak around, manipulate people, be the bard, inspire, sing songs as you play. Uh, Be the wizard, try to use your spells in creative design, or say, you know what, that warrior hitting things with a sword, that's what I like. Mm -hmm. Here's my awesome description for hitting someone up. It's, you know, it it is what you make it, and to double down on the table thing, uh, I've DM'd now for many different groups, and Mm -hmm. I could say for certain, 
one person changes at that table, that game changes. Uh, you change mm-hmm. the same, you take the same group and change the game you're playing, that game changes. Yeah. If you sit down and it's you're not feeling it, try again with either a complete reset, a slight change, change the character, change the players, change the DM, change the game. You can even sit down the same game, the same group, and just be like, you're the DM now. And give it another shot. There are so many variations on TTRPGs out there. I cannot, I truly cannot believe that someone out there doesn't like any of them. You just mm-hmm. haven't found the one you like yet. True. Yeah. There, there are games out there where you never pick up a weapon. You talk your way out of everything. It's all riddles and puzzles. There are games out there where there's no role playing at all. It's all little pieces on a table and you're moving and you're fighting your way through. There's, uh, you know, when we play, there's not a single piece on the, we don't have a board. It's all theater yeah. of the mind. And uh, what you want out there, it exists. You just got to find it. And yeah, that can be painstaking, but reach out, say what it is you're looking for and you'll find them. And if you're in the Philadelphia area, no, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I will say Kyle does believe this like wholeheartedly because he's gone to the point of he's, I had a player in the past who was apprehensive about trying D and D and they're just like, all I like is hello kitty. He made a hello kitty class for D and D. So this person could play with us. And she loved it. Was she a tabaxi? No, I made Hello Kitty. Like we're not kidding. She played. Oh she played a Hello that's Kitty. Amazing. Yeah, oh, and she loved amazing. it. Amazing. Well, but yeah, that's, that's what you got to do. Yeah, that's how much Kyle wants the players to enjoy the story and the game and the whole time. If you sit down at the table and you say this is the only thing that's going to make me happy, <laughs> then I make that thing happen, and I try to do it in such a way that everybody at the table will enjoy it. Oh. Uh, oh, definitely. Captain, my Captain. We love <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kitty, my Kitty. Oh, yeah. oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I like what you're saying there, though, Kyle. The way I, I'm envisioning it is like not just each TTRPG game system, but each each table and each game has its own like genetic code. And if you just, if you kind of tweak one thing, whether that's a, a player is changed or, you know, you maybe shift a rule, like you do a different homebrew rule for something like that, your whole genetic code is completely mixed matched. And it's, and it's something completely unique that is, you know, you're never going to have the same exact experience in, in, in a new game group or, or going from table to table or just in system to system. And it's something that's really fascinating that, yeah, it does definitely take some time to work through and figure out, do I like this? Do I not like this? What works best for me? What doesn't work best? And whenever you do hone in on that and you can finally say like, Oh, that's for me. That's definitely it. That's what I love. Like you're going to have that just, overwhelming feeling of just like yes like i want to do this i want to be there i want to just like i want to get into it you know i want to be in the room where it happens yep i want to be in the room where it happens (laughs) it's so good no that it is such a good feeling and it's something that is very rewarding for for you whether you are a player or even a dm like it's not just Mm -hmm. the players it's dms as well you know they are in this as well Mm -hmm. we're winding down on my last few questions here and I want to get a little bit personal, if you'll let me. Oh. As if we haven't been getting personal enough. Yeah, bring uh, it. So, yeah. So, in your everyday, day-to-day life, what is it that, that brings you the most doubt or apprehension? Not in, not in a game sense. Not with D&D or TTRPGs. In your real life, 
within within whatever you are comfortable with sharing with me. What is it that you find gives you the most doubt or apprehension? Oh man, do I have to go first? Are we still in initiative order? Oh, you are man. still initiative. This you beat the boys with a five three one with your high <sighs> That's eleven. True. My eleven kicked <laughs> yeah. all your old butts. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would, oh God, that's a toughie. That's a toughie, Austin. I would say the boys that I went to high school with, Mike and Mike and Kyle, you guys might remember, you know, I, I've always been uh, interested in, you know, art and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of that in high school, but to, you know, to this day, I've always kind of backburnered any artsy stuff uh, and always, I never quite thought that I could make it as a career with that. So I would say for the first time, especially in the last, you know, year, I've been getting, you know, a lot of support to kind of make the effort to try to go in that direction. So I would say, you know, my whole life I've doubted just my artistic capabilities and whether or not anybody would really care about it. So the last, especially the last maybe six months, I've gotten a lot of good feedback, so it's taken a lot of that away, yeah. which is good, you know. And it's it's really helped me kind of want to want to follow that. I, I'd say that's probably one of the things. I think every every person who does any kind of art or creative stuff, you know, we're talking about it now. You, you put something out there, and you don't you don't want to hear the people that that say no, I don't. This isn't for me, or I don't really like it, or it's not good mm-hmm. enough as whatever so and so is doing. So you have yeah. to just kind of get over that part of your brain that tells you, you know, this might not be the best thing out there, but it's the best thing that I can do. Um, and coming to yeah. terms with that is kind of it's it's an empowering thing when you're just like, screw it, I'm just going to do it and do my best and put it out there, and if people like it, awesome. So it's something that I yeah. think you. It, it kind of is like the tide. You have good days where you feel super confident and awesome. And then there are other days where it all kind of, you know, flows over you again, all that crippling self doubt, but you surround yourself with good yeah. people. You get some good feedback. I mean, it, it makes that easier. And it only, I think it only gets better in with, with, you know, in time. Wow. Um, so that's, yeah. that's kind of how I've been go- with dealing with that stuff. I'm really sorry. I got to yeah. jump in there. Uh, this girl just, texted me a day or two ago and was like, Hey Kyle, I just tried this new art style for the first time ever. I have never done this before. What do you think? And sent me a freaking Picasso uh, oh, drawing of her character oh, and was like, Oh, I don't know. And it was like one of the best things I've ever seen oh, in my life. Oh, so, Jesus. uh, God stop it, you Lauren. You are amazing at art and oh, God. do it, do it, do All it, right. do it. Okay. Yeah. And she didn't mention that right now she's working on commissioned pieces. Clearly she's awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. not for hey, not for the fine art stuff. It's a little well. It, it, it arguably, I guess you know, map making is, but you know, That's I fine arts. You're like painting. It. Yeah, painting yeah. like oil paints and Lauren. stuff like that. Where we live in Pennsylvania is very art centric. We're right by New Hope, Pennsylvania, which is like this. I mean, it's nationally known. You know, where I the town I live in is also very artistic. Bucks County is just huge. So you're surrounded by all of this, these professional people. And it does take you down a notch. But yeah, when you get the good feedback, like from you guys, it, it really it means it means a lot. And it, make, it, it makes you feel good. And it keeps you're you better going. than all of them. <laughs> The 20 Don't bucks. listen to those voices in your head. <laughs> I'm giving you guys all all twenty bucks after I'm paying y'all some nice stuff. God bless yeah. you all. But like, no, seriously, like, I mean, 
I follow you on Twitter. I see the kind of shit that you're pumping out. Like, listeners, please, like, go to Twitter <laughs> at Hottinger Lauren, H-O-T-T-I-N-G-E-R-L-A-U-R-E-N, and look at her pinned tweet because these are fucking fantastic. Aww. If I could do the kind of, like, wonderful, fantastic work <laughs> that she does, and I love cartography. Like, I want to do what she can do. Aww. My fucking... <laughs> God, like, like, it's so good. Like, please check it out. And like, obviously, the 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 character art that you've done is phenomenal. Like, yes, you are good. Like, these guys are right. We are our own worst critics. We are. And that's we always are. It's it's you got to just kind of let let that part of your brain just just let it float away. Stick that anxiety, that stress on a balloon string and just let it fucking float on into the sky. It's kind of what you got to do. But I love you all. Thank you so much. (laughs) <laughs> Lauren out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. Yeah. But yeah, no. And I want to I want to finish up that with just what is it that I may know the answer, <laughs> but like what is it that that kind of dashes those feelings for you? Yeah. I mean it's it's really for me it's it's positive feedback and just having the people that you care about. And, and strangers, the strangers is always nice when strangers are like, you're awesome. It's like, thanks, stranger. <laughs> um, but, you know, just having just having nice people say nice things is is I mean, just just be nice. I think that's could really help all situations in life, but it certainly mm-hmm. is going to make people feel better. But, hey, yeah. I've had some, you know, some honest feedback and and helpful tips from other people god twitter has been kicking butt in that regard i've had so many people be nice i've had a a, a Mm -hmm. weird twitter experience where people are actually really nice to me on twitter which is awesome (laughs) so god bless you all but yeah it's it's i think yeah just having having people support you and surrounding yourself with people that you know care care about you if you can and, and support you and what you want to do makes all the difference in the world so i i thank yeah. everybody who actively you know helps me with that stuff daily and it means a lot <laughs> <laughs> it's the sixth time i've cried during this this uh, recording just kidding i'm right. <laughs> man you must be like red faced oh, like yeah. gone through like three tissue boxes it's it's she's got a little punch here. card filled out me- i do i do ah, gotcha yeah <laughs> if you fill out seven crying sessions get then you get hokey. one free there free hoagie. Ooh, nice. <laughs> well, what about you, Mike? What is it in life that kind of gives you the most feelings of doubt or apprehension? Uh, I mean, the obvious one for me is, you know, first time father, two year old. I don't want to, you know, I think probably most people have that in life of just like, oh, God, I don't want to screw this up. Like not trying to pass my fears off and things like that. Yeah. Uh, to my daughter. Um, but beyond that, like I actually kind of seek out finding out what I'm screwing up on. Honestly, is I, I don't oh, yeah. do social media, mm-hmm. but like I usually ask them, just like you need to let me know when I'm fucking up because I don't know yeah. when I'm fucking up. So if I don't get that in return, I can't fix it. Um, yeah, definitely. I, mm-hmm. Seeking out that honesty and that criticism is is a good thing a lot of times. Yeah, I, I try to find that, and it's, it's balanced with a healthy uh, empty jar of I don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's always good. That's good to have. Yeah, I mean, I recognize that we're all stumbling through this world. We're all making shit up as we go. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I play most of these D&D games, not trying to go back to that. But it's just like it, you can screw up. It's your story. Like it yep. doesn't know there you're not yeah. following a pre-written path. As long as you okay, I screwed up. How can I fix this in the future? This is a learning moment and I'll move forward from there. You know, aside from the doubt of just when Kyle's going to kill my next character. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. No. 
You heard it yeah. here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and then hopefully, like the rest of us, uh, I will someday actually feel like an adult. But right now, I feel like a oh, child boy. playing Not to be yet. an adult. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. We're all still waiting to grow up. That's it. That I number know. 40 is coming yeah. around the corner. Yeah. Just like, In our late I haven't 30s. hit this. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> someday, I'll be that adult. <laughs> I want to die and still think you're like, oh, I just turned 18. Like... <laughs> Two years ago, didn't I? (laughs) Then now, like, I turn to my many grandchildren, hopefully, and and my family is like, wait, I'm like 130. (laughs) Fuck. And then I die. (laughs) That's the real life you got there. Yeah. My grandmother, when she was 80 something, said, you know, she never stopped feeling like uh, she was young and not in the like young at heart, but like she never felt like. She was the adult when she became like the <laughs> uh, yeah. top of the family, you know, oldest member of the family and everything. Even then she was like, yeah, I just don't feel like it. So oh, I think I that's, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's where I'm going to be. <laughs> nice. oh, totally. Mike, real quick though. Do you feel like those, like you seeking out those things, those, <laughs> I'll just call them the specifics of, you know, what am I doing wrong? What, 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 how yeah. could I get better? Do you feel like that is something that kind of helps to, clear those feelings then or is it or is it something else that that gets you going through no it definitely helps because i mean one of the doubts i used to have was like am i screwing something up is something going to blindside me that i didn't know about what am i missing but i actively seek out i'm like what am i screwing up what can i do better how can i be a better person you know am i doing well at my day job you know i ask my boss all the time i'm just like so what am i fucking up tell me and they're just like "Eh, you're okay i'm like okay and that's fine then but if i don't (laughs) if you don't know then you're just going to keep repeating that same bad habit or mistake or error or issue. And that's horrifying. You got to get that feedback. So I guess that's my doubt. is definitely important. Yeah, is is I'm not getting the honest feedback that I'm actively searching so that I don't doubt. So it's this awful loop. And now I'm going to go drink myself to death. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I totally get it. Yeah. (laughs) Some say he's still drinking. (laughs) (laughs) You can find it uh, deep down in the iron-bound chest, way at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. In the dregs. When the wind blows from the east. The wind blows from the east. You can still I hear totally his voice. You, man. Yeah. I am right there with you. Like I especially like we we talked a bit about it a little bit earlier in the in this interview, but like since like, you know, me as a as a single person in, in this podcast, like I, I don't have anyone like you guys do to to get that feedback of like, Hey, was that a good session? Was, was this, you know, what do you think of this episode? Did we do things right? Like it, it is definitely where I'm like, I try to turn to others. I have to really do it on Twitter. Cause like no one close to me really is like, uh, I wouldn't say like a fan of this podcast. Like my closest would be my brother, but I can't always go to him for the best kind of criticism because also like, like, yeah, like I don't feel like I'm getting that honesty and that genuine, like, here's what you should do in order to get better here's here's some you know harsh good criticism because mm-hmm. that's how we can grow and get better at these things that we want to get better at you know i see where and, you're going and, with this yeah. and yes we will be yeah. your permanent co-hosts <laughs> yeah uh, beautiful <laughs> uh, i i can see that going pretty My well tribute. <laughs> 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 all right you're hired yes all right it's all going yeah. according to plan oh awesome. <laughs> i think you are delightful Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. 
<laughs> but no, even there, like what you said, like that's bullshit. She's just talking bullshit. Like, no, it's, she's not I'm though. No, she legitimately believes all of these things. I, I can honestly say that when she found out we were doing this podcast, she was pumped and has mentioned on several occasions that she was pumped to do this because she loves you so much. So I do. Uh, I nice. love you. You're one of my favorite uh, Twitter people. I love you too. <laughs> oh, that's what it's like when doves cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, I love it. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Well, well thank you. I, I do I do honestly truly appreciate that. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you too. Oh. Th- and I thank you for the honest criticism and, and everything that comes with it. So <laughs> and let none of this is sappy bullshit. What about you, Ben? <laughs> I don't love anyone. I only love myself. <laughs> don't don't wait. I don't even love myself. <laughs> Whoa, what a twist. Was, what a twist. I gotta reevaluate my answer now. No, I think for me, this kind of goes back to we are nearing 40 and it doesn't feel like I'm that old at all, is is kind of a, am I wasting time that I shouldn't be? Yeah. Is is one that comes back to me a lot because I play a lot of video games. It's like, was that really what I should be doing? Play more. Yeah, I mean, I don't play a lot, a lot. I have kids. I don't get to play as much as I used to, obviously. But word up, you know, it's like okay, it's a well, I, and obviously, of course, everything is completely out the window now because we shouldn't really be going out anyway with the whole pandemic thing. But dated. Well, it's, sorry, I hate to tell you, Austin. I think it's still going to be going on in December. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't see it getting any better. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just kind of that, like you know, today, for example. We didn't go out and really do anything. We went for a couple little walks with the kids, but like, should we have gone? Should we have driven to the woods and done like a real hike? Like, should we have done more with the time? That's that's always like my little back of the mind yeah. worry. I get that too. As a, as a dad, you know, like I even though I share the responsibility with my ex wife, like when I have them, I'm also just like, hey, should I be doing more with with my son? Like, but but then like, even though we are still, you know, indoors, enjoying like he's might be playing with some blocks or whatever, you know, we're watching a show like he's having fun, right? And I'm just having fun watching him, yep. you know, and like, but like, to, to go back to what you're saying, like, you know, because you play video games, or, or when you get the chance to play video games, right. or, you know, even doing this podcast, like, is 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 when you're having fun, if you're enjoying it, like, is it really time wasted, dude? Like, that's and that's what I come back to. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I have Absolutely. a lot of fun working on the podcast, and I it's just recognizing who I am. This is something that I've always enjoyed playing games and talking about yeah. these sorts of things. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's what it is. I just I, I embrace it and try not try not to worry about it. Obviously, it still yeah. comes up. Yeah. Here's the thing too. I want to just say, like, and I, I'm sure you probably know this, but like you're going to look back on like this podcast when you are, you know, like 80 or 90 or hell, if, if science has achieved such heady years as 120, <laughs> uh, you're going to look back on this and be like, man, that was just, f- that was just so much fun. Yep. I, you know, you're not going to regret it no, at all. I, I don't definitely. think you're going to I that. honestly yeah. expect it will be one of the highlights of my life. Like it's, yeah, it really has is. been. Yeah, it's been such a great experience. So of mine, <laughs> I wasn't speaking for yeah. Ben. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I I don't care if 
50 people listen to an episode or 5,000 people listen to an episode. Like it's, it's yeah. just Definitely, a great, man. great time. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I have zero regrets about, about the podcast for sure. No regrets. No, I love that. I love that no we regrets. can leave this piece of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. And you know, yeah. 15 years from now I can subject my kids to it, which will be great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You put that I get my son down. into that. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the, get them dice. dice in your hand. Get these dice. <laughs> I'm not going to raise no jock nerd. I'm going to raise a real nerd. <laughs> Your kids aren't already playing with dice? <laughs> I mean, I have, I, have, I have pictures to prove on my Twitter of like, and my Instagram of like, my son will just, he wants to just pick up this dice and just roll them. I've taught him how to like shake them in his hand and roll it in the tray. It's so yep. cute. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way to teach him number recognition. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. I've done that with like a D6 before too, yeah. and it, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, so much good things to be had. <laughs> yeah, uh, and would you would you add anything to the things that that help you through those feelings? Again, coming back to the pandemic thing, I think gaming has actually been extra rewarding now because I do a lot of online stuff. I do. I am mm-hmm. in a clan. Uh, for a few different games that, that I play, I have developed friendships with people that I, I don't necessarily see in person. And that extra sense of community has been extremely helpful uh, right now. I'm, I'm working from home, so I leave the house right now basically to take the dog for walks and to, to drive everybody to, to daycare and to work and then pick them up at the end of the day. So that's been great for me knowing that you know hey, it's 9 30 at night i got an hour or so i'll hop in oh these guys are on cool i'll chat with them for a little bit you know it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. been it's been really really rewarding for that so yeah definitely mm-hmm. like it's it's good to have those those downtimes of just like you said even though it's just a video game it's still important to you to like oh, i'm gonna hop on like oh overwatch or call of duty or whatever game you want to play of just like that's good. Mm-hmm. As long as you're, again, as long as you're having fun with it, man, yep. that's important. Stress so. relief, you know, whatever it is for you. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits to it for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And lastly, Kyle, what about you? What gives you the most senses of doubt in your, in your real everyday life? I am a ridiculously happy go lucky person, but good. most nights when I'm like settling down and the kids are in bed and I've, you know, I'm finally sitting down to relax or play a game or something. I can never get past uh, this lingering doubt that Lauren saw that first email and just chose <laughs> not to respond. <laughs> We're bringing it back, baby. Austin, welcome to my world and my I- entire existence with these guys, giving me crap wow. over in the last year and a half. Oh, jealous. I know. <laughs> Don't you miss it? God. She's gonna. She's gonna yeah. forget how to see messages again here pretty soon. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'd be sad. No. <laughs> no. It, in reality, I'm very into like balance in life, like trying to make sure you're doing the right amount of this and the right amount of that. Um, uh, and I constantly doubt that in myself, where I will be like, "Am uh, I playing yeah. too many video games? Am I not?" working out enough that one i know is true um i you know spending too much time doing this not enough time with my kids like and for me i feel like i'm constantly trying to adjust those levels and figure out 
uh, where the right balance is to make sure that I'm hitting everything because I do feel like the sands of time are passing so fast anymore that I'm like, yeah. oh, am I giving everything that needs attention the right amount of uh, attention that it deserves? And, you know, one of those things where I feel like I could really used to be able to just stop time for a while so that I could focus mm -hmm. on this and get that done. And, you know, but between, you know, uh, we have a house, so it's like, oh, I have all these projects around the house I have to get mm -hmm. done. I have to, you know, make sure my kids have great lives and I'm spending enough time with them. I got to work on the podcast, got to get my work done, got to be a good husband, got to be, you know, we have two dogs, I got to take care of them. Mm -hmm. And it's just that, that balancing act, you know, of, I truly can't do everything in a day that I want to do in a day. Mm -hmm. So am I raking the right choices? And the answer is mm. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always no. I don't think anyone can rightfully judge, not even yourself can, can, can one judge like what is right? What is wrong? You know, I mean, there are obvious exceptions to that for sure. Like, you know, don't be an asshole to your children or, or, you know, like actually if, if someone says we are paying you to do this job, do the goddamn job. Right. <laughs> but like, but like in your day to day life, you know, like everyone is doing the best that they can, especially in the way the world is right now. Like everyone's trying to get through this chaotic shit fuck that is the world and, and doing the best that they can to just be just be a part of life of of their spouse's life their children's life their their job everything whatever it is their friends you know and and it's yeah it's gonna be hard there's you're gonna have so many times when you're gonna doubt like am i really doing everything i can but like you know man you've got it may feel and and again this is me as a as a youngish guy like i'm gonna be 30 in about two years but like i'm still coming out like you have so much time ahead of yourselves to to figure it out if like again like we were talking about earlier of like are you going to look back and regret this probably not you know mm -hmm. uh you're going to look back and be like you know this was you know you still had fun you still had a good time as long as you're not hurting anyone you're good Absolutely. you know everything's fine so. What if you are hurting someone? <laughs> uh, I think we need to Doing end the, the podcast right there then. And we need to have a long talk with uh, some authorities. Kyle, do it in the creepy voice. Do it in the creepy yeah. voice. Yeah. What if I am hurting someone, boy? <laughs> I love it. What if I like being hurt like that? Oh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. This took a turn and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah. Well, quack, 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 Okay. Quack. Quack, quack. Stop! Stop making Disney come after us. <laughs> I know. Take that, Disney. We're definitely fuck you, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, Kyle. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is it that helps you the most through those feelings? Crying in the shower. <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I'm stupid into making lists and stuff. So a lot of times I will just uh, write down all the things that I want to accomplish in a day. And then nice. I put down how much time I think I should spend on them. And then when the number ends up being, you know, I tally up all those hours and it ends up being 50 and I forgot to include sleep. So that doesn't work out. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But, but it, it's kind of one of those things where I'm just constantly reworking and being like, okay, this time to this time, I'll do that. And that time to that time, I'll try to do this. And, you know, there's 
it never goes according to plan, but it makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I'm like, all right, I tried. Like, and, and like <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm a pretty happy go lucky person. So if at the end of the day I can go, I tried, but it didn't pan out. That's good enough for me. I'm like, I tried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. As long as you tried, like you're, you're good, you know, like do or do not. There is no try. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we talked the line too many times. <laughs> yeah, Disney is like listening in with their with their NSA buddies. Like that's one, two, oh, three. All right, get them, boys. Yeah. They got get Matt em. Mercer on the phone. They're gonna gang up on us. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. All going down. Oh, going down, down. All right, we can't get sued anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, the line. We've reached the limit. Yeah, too many times. Well. All of you, Lauren, Mike, Ben, and Kyle, I thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's probably late where you guys are, but thank you so much for spending this time, about two hours, if not more, just talking to me about this kind of stuff. I really do appreciate it. And I myself had my own doubts about like, oh, is everyone going to have a good time? Is everyone, you know, going (laughs) to like, you know, enjoy themselves or, you know, just yeah. anything, you know, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you all seemed like you had a good time. Absolutely. So thank you. Absolutely. We had a blast. Are you kidding? Yeah. This was awesome. Well, good. Once, the tech, once the tech issues got out of the way, just to talk to you fine folk. Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you I'm going to tell all of everyone I know to, if you're going to listen to one podcast, make an intelligence check. But if there is a second <laughs> podcast, <laughs> Iron Bound it's going to be this one. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I, I need all the praise I can get. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, gang, intelligence check. I do appreciate you being here with me and, and getting getting deeper into the, the the subject of doubt than just the games that we lo- know and love and, and sharing something personal with me. And I really do appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having us, yeah, man. Thanks this a lot. was awesome. Yeah, it was a yeah, blast. It was a blast. Yeah. I, I hope that sometime in the future I'll get the chance to talk with you all again sometime. And yeah, if yeah. and if so, I, I'd love to be able to add the rest of your crew on here. It'd be great. We'll oh, see. Yeah. We don't let them out a lot. <laughs> I doubt I see, you'd enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 wow. God. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you again, Lauren. Thank you, Mike. Oh, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Kyle. I have had a wonderful time and listeners i hope that you have had a wonderful time too thank you for joining us and i will see you the next time you open the ironbound chest Hey everyone, it's the end of the show, so I figure we could do some shout-outs now for reviews that people love less on places like iTunes or Podchaser or wherever else you can leave a rating and review. This one comes from Captain Kirkle on iTunes who says, Love this podcast. The interviews feel natural and filled with fun conversation. Thank you, Captain Kirkle. I'm glad that you find them fun and that they feel natural. That's kind of what I some of my main tenants that I want to have here. So thank you very much. And listeners, if you would like to leave a rating review, please, please do so. Leaving them on places like iTunes and Podchaser really helps to get the word out of the podcast and to let people know that you really enjoy me doing this. So I just want to say thank you to those who have left reviews and to others who have not. Please consider doing so. Thank you, and I'll see you the next time we add some wealth to the Ironbound Chest.